0: Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. It's been like four or five weeks since we actually recorded one.
1: I know it feels kind of, I feel a little bit out of the groove. It's been a while.
0: But today's episode is obviously going to be a little bit different because we're going to be talking about all the Oscar films that we've seen and ones that we have not seen.
1: Yep. Yeah. And we have seen a lot of them.
0: Yeah. The past two days we were trying to like watch some of them and one day we watched two and that was so many. That was too much in it's, one night.
1: It's a lot of movie yeah it's a lot of movies especially the oscar noms are a lot sometimes
0: yeah but this is kind of what we're gonna do is just give a little overview of all of the best picture noms because that's 10 and that's a lot to do we're gonna try to do this in an hour um it's probably gonna be our least edited episode too so
1: bear with us enjoy too
0: (laughs) bear with us (laughs) (laughs) should
1: should we read them off who's all nominated for best picture
0: yeah
1: all right so For Best Picture this year, Oscars 2022, we have Belfast, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, Dune, Power of the Dog, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Coda, Licorice Pizza, and Drive My Car.
0: Nice.
1: (laughs) 10 films. Oh
0: my god. That was a lot to watch, but I have not seen Drive My Car or Belfast.
1: And I... Also, I've not seen Belfast. Yes. But I've seen all other nine.
0: Yep. So we're just going to talk about all of them, even Belfast. Um, we're just going to go and read reviews. So let's just get into that. I think we're going to do the first five um, that we have on the list. So let's just go to Belfast.
1: Start off with the one we haven't seen.
0: The one we haven't seen. Let's just get that uh, out of the way.
1: Watch this be the best one and it we probably, didn't watch
0: it. It probably is. Um.
1: It's honestly painful that we didn't watch it. We probably will end up watching it. It's just... We haven't yet.
0: Yeah. You know, it's a lot for a task of me to watch black and white films. But besides that, like, I was going to watch it, and I did want to watch that and drive my car, but we kind of have been doing things last minute. So it's like, I don't want to pay you another $6, because we've been paying $6 every movie, because it's cheaper than going to the theater, but still.
1: It's really hard to support.
0: Anyways, um, so what do you think that, like, we read, like, two good – we'll just read whatever reviews. So I'm going to read the first one that I see and then you know, you you'll be finding another one. Okay. Okay. So this one, uh they gave it a 5 out of 5 stars. I don't know how to say their name. <laughs> so I'm just not. I don't know should oh I Oh my say... god. It... Yeah, no, try I'll it, take try a screenshot. It. No, I'm not going to try to say it. Try to Ma- try it. Mayowin Senevertini. Do you see the first one? I'm literally reading the first one. You about to get cancelled. <laughs> Whatever. Alright, first one is, okay, this is what they say. God, I love their accent. They put a lot of emojis here. Best picture of the year? Winner. People's Choice Award. Okay. Terrific movie. Felt like a light and cuter version of Roma. Honestly, not what I would expect of this movie. Neither of us has seen it, but I would not expect that. Excellent ensemble cast. Um, starting from the little chap, Jude. And they just list every all the other actors literally everyone delivered wonderful performances um notably i don't know how to say their name katriona Catr- katriona balfi balf is it, have you do you know how to say that no and kieran hines names. might get oscar nods for this they didn't but and also what jude hill offered as buddy which is his debut performance by the way was definitely praiseworthy i love to see him getting some awards buzz as well um brilliant screenplay well 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 what (laughs) well paced and masterfully directed this is the finest work by brana since like ever i think he directed um cinderella really Mm -hmm. um cinematography looked great beautiful score clever and compelling way to tell a seemingly serious crisis story through the lens of a 10 year old rather as a nice and sweet coming of age story which made this more entertaining and enjoyable it was very much engaging and captivating had been said that the story was based on Brana's own childhood so no wonder why it felt so personal lively and realistic um, I adored how it depicted the protagonist's passion for movies enjoying a good picture once in a while with the family was delighting and quite nostalgic for me had a cute little love story too so they really like this one it sounds really cute from that, and they gave it a 9 out of 10, so now I'm sad I didn't see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does sound really well after that. It's a long review. Yeah, I, really I know. What one did
0: you find? Or do you want to talk about this?
1: Um, let me see. I it's kind remember. of hard to talk
0: about it when we haven't seen it, so I feel like we just read like a positive review and a negative and then go from there. <laughs> let me
1: find a little negative. There's a lot of good ones, I'm not gonna lie up here. There, are, it's a lot of five stars. Let me is see. Is there a way to
0: sort? Oh yeah, you can filter it. Go to the one stars.
1: Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Oh god,
0: I already found one
1: is it the crisp first Crisp nips crisp nips with capital <laughs> I's. this movie was a painful boring lazy drag which made me want to die i forced myself to sit through it since i paid 20 bucks to watch it this movie is made for blind people since every shot was uh, uninteresting and boring still shot with the most painfully lazy dialogue which felt like my senile old grandpa with dementia was telling me a story for an hour and a half oh my god this guy wrote such a long oh this film sucks. I hate it. The movie starts with random bird-eye-viewed drone shots of modern Ireland with generic rock music, then transitions to black and white. I was instantly flooded with boredom. Then there was a riot, and I thought maybe it's good. Then I went back to being boring and stayed boring for and bad for the rest of the film. I'm just confused why they didn't just start the film and the conflict, but instead cho- chose a cool montage instead. it's not like there was opening credits or anything. They already had a good opening there. I don't get why they went for that. Man, this man was just, like, typing his... There's no structure to this at all. He's just going in. I hate that slow-mo scene where the guy punches the other guy, but the actor grabbed him in the neck. It looks so bad. Also, the grandpa just gets sick out of nowhere. Oh, my God, like, spoilers. They were... <laughs> for real, this is hella spoilers. About to finish the script and realized that they had no drama, so they went back and just made it so they... The grandpa is sick and now dead. Like, it's so bad. How they didn't even bother to show that he had, like, a cough or something. They just said, yeah, my lungs are bad. And that killed him. They killed him. All caps. The jokes suck. Not funny. Just grandparent jokes. And the protagonist is horrible. Didn't do a thing to progress the plot. I get how he's a kid and has no control, but none of the characters do anything either. The world kind of just controls the plot and the characters reacted to it. This is so long. I went into this film blind and not knowing anything about it or the history, so the film made no sense. They don't even try to explain anything that's going on, so if you don't know about the events, you can't enjoy it and that's so bad. This film is made for grandparents, all caps. And that's it. When he steals the chocolate and the officer comes, why? It's Just Forgotten About It really does nothing. I hate Belfast, all caps. I said that way better than he wrote it because there was a lot of (laughs) grammatical errors.
0: They sound like they're 12.
1: Yeah, yeah. The
0: amount of like, they're such grandparents. I can't believe how grandparent this is.
1: I almost want to watch it more after that also.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. That was really interesting. I'm going to do... So that's it for Belfast because I feel like we can't really say anything on it because we haven't watched it.
1: Yeah, bear with us. We've seen all these other ones. So, like, yeah, we'll we tell see. you how we feel about these reviews.
0: We'll react to them. So, I'm going to do Nightmare Alley. I'm going to just start with the worst review, like a one-star review first. All right. I don't know if I want to I don't wanna read one that's so long. I'm trying to, like, filter it so they're not so long. I should have been looking before. Okay. Um, what i am going to do one with? Okay. This is by Benji Krongold. <laughs> this movie was so bad. As I'm sure many people have said, it was drawn out long and boring. I'm saying this as someone who came out of the cinema two hours ago, and this was terrible from a thriller perspective. Two hours, 30 of slow burn nothingness that didn't even have a big ending. I know! How is that even possible? And whilst I'm sure with regards to a directing, craftsmanship, and cinematic aspect, the people who take note of that would have enjoyed some parts, but as someone, like most who's there to watch an action-packed thriller, who done it, crazy ending explosion of a movie like Inception, Shutter Island, Gone Girl, etc. It was downright horrendous. It sucked. Not much happened the entire movie. There was no oh what moment at the end and it left much to question that even if you were to know, if you wouldn't. That even if you were to know it, you wouldn't care anyway. If you're there to analyze the individual acting from a directing or craft perspective, you'll have a blast. It's a type of movie final high school students could study and get really bored doing so. If you're any other human who enjoys mu- movies holistically, do not take the time to watch this movie. Trust me.
1: Wow. <laughs> Interesting.
0: That's a lot.
1: <laughs> this movie is rated lower than I expected it to be. This It's like the highest, the high rated reviews are like three stars. Oh, really? Yeah, there's one that's five stars, but this, the next two are three. Wow. Yeah. Should we read this next one? <laughs> sure, Yeah. This is by, I don't know if we want to read their name, David Aronofsky. I had very high hopes for this movie because of the stellar cast, director, and story. I watched the original Nightmare Alley a few weeks ago in anticipation of this one. I hate to say it, but this remake strongly disappointed me, despite the solid acting and amazing cinematography, and I consider it mediocre. I find myself bored during the last third, including the ho-hum ending. In my view, the director, usually among the best, dialed this one in and paid, a, paid little attention to the finished product before its release, because the film fails to develop the characters except for David Strathairn's Pete, despite his fairly short on-screen time, but he always does this well. We do not know enough about who these other people are, because the dialogue each one has does not get the job done, and the individual scenes, while generally well-acted, do not connect well with each other enough to keep the story flowing. Bradley Cooper's lead shows solid acting, Rooney Mara... Willem Defoe and Tony Collette and Le- are likewise pretty solid, while Kate Blanchett, Richard Jenkins, and Ron Perlman are practically wasted in what could have been terrific roles had their respective scripts been better. Mary Steenburgen is almost an embarrassment in what should have been a career reviving role as an insane mother driven by grief over her son's war death more than twenty years before she loses it, and in a supposedly tragic scene which is laughable. I relish noir films, but this one seems like a noir light. It could have benefited from copying the 1940s or 1950s noir classics in terms of engaging viewers for the whole film, including the 1947 original version of this one which scored better with audience and critics alike. I was not surprised at this version's inclusion in the just announced Oscar Best Picture category because the critics put it there after checking all the boxes, but I note that the overall audience reaction is much closer to mine and lower than that of the critics. This proves, once again, the wide gap between critics and audiences over what makes movies really good and enjoyable to watch. It is okay to watch, but I suggest keeping cinematic expectations modest. These reviews are very long.
0: They are. I think next time we should just read, like, the first paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> and not all the way to the seventh.
1: Literally, they're like, well. yeah, who are these people, man? They, they, who cares about their opinions? <laughs> well, I mean,
0: they're just funny to read, but. No, you're um, right, yeah. what do you What do you think about that? What is your stance on Nightmare Alley? How much did you like it?
1: i i like enjoyed it they're they're breaking it down more than i like would have realized but yeah not reading this again i'm like damn there was like such a power cast in that movie
0: oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know what the grief scene is that they're talking about yeah i don't know what they mean by that Yeah, i'm not sure i don't think it's as bad as everybody (laughs) at least like these are saying
1: yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, think so
0: but I will say like there are some things that feel like some of the characters are underdeveloped in ways, but it's also, I think, more of his style, if anything.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? We we did a podcast on this movie already. already that's did, why so it's that's like what... feels weird talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys should just go watch Nightmare Alley podcast. <laughs> so on to the next
0: one. Yeah. Um. All right. This next one is West Side Story, which we also did a review of, but wow. we'll just read like really quick ones i guess but you know it's easier than than going to watch the full thing although you should but Mm -hmm. all right this one is by eve healy and they say holy baloney if you're thinking of watching this movie grab the tissues there's so many plot twists i just want to say that's so funny that they say there's plot twists like they probably haven't seen the original then mm-hmm. like us i know this film is obviously based off the original shakespearean play romeo and juliet i also know west side story has its own original version from the 60s but let me tell you the reimagined version is even better and here's why they just say oh the casting the music the choreography the hidden messages overall incredibly well done show if you can please watch it. it deserves so much more credit i promise you you will not regret it
1: interesting Here's a one-star review from mm-hmm. Leslie Seltzer. <laughs> this was an appalling remake of the original. All the good from the original was bled dry from this remake. Tony was cast wrong, and so was Riff. No chemistry between them. Interesting. Absolutely no chemistry between Tony and Maria. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> they're talking about the music now, and how cool is one of the best songs in the original again reworked from the original broadway production to after the rumble where the jets are freaking out after the deaths and the new leader is calming everyone in fuck's to get revenge you can't put that song before the rumble and have it be between riff and tony over gun kind of ridiculous it was moved from the original show version for a reason because it didn't work they're breaking down the songs right now Okay, so this this is the last part, I guess. This remake is like watching a movie through the eyes of a 12-year-old middle school boy who thinks movies are cool, so why not make my own version? All the nuance and subtlety of, and beauty of the original is crushed out of it like crumbling gym chalk in your hands. What a waste. Even sadder to me is that young people who never saw the original will never give it a chance after watching this train wreck.
0: I would say if the original were actually better, I think people would give it a chance. I think that this sounds like a better person to me. Um, I really enjoyed it, so...
1: Yeah, no, I think it is loads better. I haven't seen the original, original.
0: But just based from, on, the, on many, many facts, but like...
1: <laughs> from the clips I've seen, there's no... Yeah, there's no way the original is better Even than the
0: Even if one. the chemistry were somehow better in the old one, which I think is always weird when people say that because I rarely watch an older movie, like, you know, 50s or something like that, and think that the chemistry between anyone in the film is better than, like like romance portrayed in today's films like i don't know why it just doesn't feel real in old films to me yeah <laughs> so leaning more towards the positive on this one
1: yeah no what's that story it was it was lovely
0: dune i'm gonna get into the one star review because there are quite a few of those
1: um want me to say this five wanna, yeah let's see oh at the top is a four star review actually the most voted is four star in quotes desert power Long ago in a galaxy far, far away, before Star Wars, Tremors, Game of Thrones, there was Dune. It's a long review. No joke, but this could be our new Lord of the Rings in Star Wars. The acting here is strong. Timothy Chalamet has impressed me ever since his breakout role in Call Me By Your Name. So it's not a surprise that he did an ex- excellent job in this movie as the character of Paul. All right. Yeah. Wow, this, wow. this is a long review. Um, they broke it down very, very well however the movie does feel like a part one and for some people the movie feels incomplete story wise then again if it leaves you wanting more and we now know we're getting a part two to the story this issue will expire when the second one comes around um yeah he like breaks down all the characters and all the actors in this this also had like an amazing cast we're talking about timothy chalamet oscar isaac rebecca ferguson jason momoa zendaya yeah and he talked about all that and yeah
0: yeah, I think that the point that he talks about it being, like, some people are, like, it feels like a part one. It's definitely how I feel about it. I really like it, but I don't know if it can be judged solely, like, by itself. Because there's so many things that's, like, well, you just have to keep waiting for part two. Like, it's a really good movie, but, like, Zendaya, like, you have to wait for part two. Like, there's a whole reason she's there. It doesn't even make sense why she's there in part one, to be honest. Other than we know that a part two is coming, so it almost seems unfair to judge it as By itself, but that's like the same thing as like Endgame and Infinity War. You know what I mean? Like, can you really judge it? Mm -hmm. As separate ones when they're to be together
1: Anyway, yeah, I mean to me, I'm like, I don't know why people feel so like incomplete like I would watch that again and like not Like I'm
0: no, I totally watch it again But It was leading up to so many things that we didn't really get a resolution for at the end Which is why it makes it feel like there you need to have a part two But I I mean, I liked it by itself, but you're just just definitely are like, yeah, where's part two? yeah all right this is a one-star review by hollis ramsey um New. is that how you say his name
1: i think so Vill- Vill- Nuve.
0: i think the
1: yeah Vill- Villeneuve. Villeneuve.
0: dune mother of all cliches the 1968 frank herbert novel had it all or all that seemed then and it still seems now to encompass that all is god <laughs> all right the film adaptation of the first half to two-thirds of the book is less and more it's a lord of the rings without sass star wars without quirkiness a pompous overblown grandiosity that takes itself way too seriously spice A.K. melange is its one ring or force intended to demonstrate that ownership of what generates unsurpassed wealth equals power equals control and to think i never knew that okay they talk about the production design Light- lighting aren't just atmospherically dark they're so darn dark that i had to turn out all the lights just to see the film Maybe that's the first problem, is he watched it at home. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like I feel like this Like all of his films you kinda have to see in theaters, to be honest, to really appreciate it. Hans Zimmer's soundtrack sucks out all the breathable oxygen. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, this fool me twice shame on me cinematic adaptation of a popular gothic fantasy novel masquerading as science fiction is proof positive that frank herbert's game of thrones pre-incarnation a long time from now in a galaxy who knows where isn't so much unfilmable as it is actually a shimmera is i can say that chimera of inexcusable mm. conceit world building alone in science fiction novels doesn't make those stories science fiction neither does situating them elsewhere nor piling on the swordplay and gore until our own bile rises in involuntary intolerance <laughs> for all you young aging and aged dune addicts give it up I advise y'all to satisfy yourselves with the 2001 dune video game except it crash and burn too just like Villeneuve's did i mean will the way they wrote that was like like a fucking novel
1: yeah people are so angry yo
0: do you agree with that what do you where do you stand on dune we haven't actually talked about this one on the podcast
1: oh man I, quick overview yeah dune was dune was awesome i i loved dune i also love timothy chalamet so maybe that's why it's a big deal that i really like dune but um yeah it was just super fun to me i was like wow this is like It just felt um, like I was in a whole nother world.
0: Yeah, I really did enjoy it. And it was definitely one of my favorite movies of the year for sure. Mm -hmm. But I am interested because it is nominated for Best Picture. And I think usually sci fis are not. Especially like ones like this, which is more like, it's more like, you could say it's like more cinematic than like Star Wars or something like that. But it's still Star Wars-ish, you know?
1: yeah i could see how people like can find it mellow i guess i don't know if people do but i i don't know all the little aspects to me were just like so cool like yeah i don't know the little aspects it's just a little <laughs> aspect i'm like not going into detail it's been a while <laughs> since i've seen dune but like i really enjoyed the part where that like one thing this is gonna be so bad but that one thing that like zzz, like oh, goes in yeah, yeah. oscar as it like, can't reach it or whatever and like breaks through his like shield or whatever
0: yeah dune was really good yeah Now onto another the one that we've already talked about um and you know i just have to say it's so disappointing after what the director said i was rooting for her until she had to say that for no reason Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can insert the clip here i don't remember word for word and i could google it but we don't have enough time but y'all know what i'm talking about (laughs) do they i'm if you're listening to this i hope you do if not just like type in jane campion like Being a shithead. <laughs> All right. Um, wait, do I read the positive review or the negative review? Um, or do you, you already have one out for now?
1: I can read this positive one. Okay. i'll do,
0: Wait, I just did a negative one. Oh. You oh a
1: positive one. Okay, you, you well, got that one. Do I'll do that one. I'll just do the negative one because okay. it's right next to it. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Oh, Power sorry. the dog, okay. Oh, my God. Still stomach is growling. We just have little moments where we're just looking for
1: this. Yeah, should, I, should you want me to start with this? Yeah, feel one? free. One star review. Ooh. One of the most painfully dull films I have ever seen. I had absolutely no idea what to expect and had just heard the film title had received Oscar nominations, so when I saw the movie as a choice on Netflix, I was excited and pressed play. It started slow, remained confusing and slow, and at times I was taken back to being 18 and having to watch a mono theater production of King Lear in London, i had a chest infection all right so it started slow um i was lost at what the point was when the backstory would reveal itself but it never really arrived the characters all seemed forced dunn's character looked as though she was suffering from shell shock cumberbatch just came across as an incredibly annoying guy best ignored not a scary toxic man compare the portrayal of phil to say daniel day lewis as daniel plainview in there and there will be blood Daniel Day-Lewis plays an incredibly toxic, brooding and bubbling bubbling with violence, determined and stubborn, deranged character with incredible depth. Uh, then you have Cumberbatch as Phil. When he, he comes across as cranky Gary from accounts, what's with Gary? Why is he such a prick? Imagine Cumberbatch being given an equal award for that performance. Yeah. This, the film having good light, great landscape, great costumes, and not engaging is like meeting someone who is very good-looking and dresses very well and has no personality. It's quite an achievement. Okay, that was an interesting. The power of the dog, beating the masterpiece that is Dune to any Oscars is enough to make me give up. Disengage from the world and move to Montana or even Otago. Oh, because they described Dune before. This opposite is Dune, a wonderful movie that takes you to a completely different space and time. Characters are truly interesting and with depth. Chalamet is wonderful. You leave wanting more and hours feel like minutes. Okay, okay. <laughs> This, this one, I skipped a lot. You talked about that. Okay,
0: okay, yeah, I could tell they were going to keep going on. Yeah. I have this one from Richard Rubenstein. Gives it five stars. This is a great movie. Creating and holding a consistent tone, of conflict, mystery, and stark beauty. The, pl- the plot is fatal but unpredictable. The Montana setting, actually New Zealand, invades and finally dominates the story. The score is one of the best movie scores in years, and the acting is impeccable. Cumberbatch will probably win this year's Best Actor Oscar for his portrayal of Phil, but the real surprise is Kirsten Dunst, who has come a long way from being Spider-Man's girlfriend. Oh my god. She literally did so much shit before being (laughs) Spider-Man's girlfriend. Uh, Jane Campion deglamorizes... Dunst and uses her pronounced Germanic features to suggest that she is a pioneer woman who belongs in the northern plains. The actress gives a spare, entirely convincing performance as a good woman overwhelmed by her brother in law's deep hatred. See this movie by all means. That was kind of a weird review. I did not like the way they were talking about Kirsten.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was not the greatest. Benedict Cumberbatch is not winning that Oscar. <laughs> I hope I hope he doesn't. But we'll get into that later, but yeah
0: oh that's what you wanted to say about the film you're okay oh yeah
1: because you said the benedict Cumberbatch is for sure gonna win the oscar oh yeah i don't know if benedict
0: would win for that i think he did a good job but it's also like you have to think about what the limits were that they were given in the film and i think it's a lot different like than there will be blood like the one person was reviewing i don't think it's at all like there will be blood even though it could be considered similar there's a lot of things that are not even the same so like yeah. he's not closeted in the other one like there's so many like other things that are going on that's not even talked about and there will be blood so
1: yeah yeah no hate to benedict coming back. this is my andrew garfield stand coming out of me yeah, real he quick. he just wants
0: andrew garfield to win. yeah but i mean i really i actually really like the movie like i know in the one review that i talked about like i didn't like it but after having thought about it for weeks now i really actually think it is really good um i don't know if it'll win best picture but it is really good
1: yeah it definitely was like to me I'm like what are we watching and then it was like okay that was insane and now like after like sitting for a while i'm like ah it was okay i kind of like forgot a lot about it to be honest i like wouldn't be able to watch it again i don't think
0: yeah that's fair yeah all right so we've talked about five i think that it's time that we take a little break and we do these oscar speeches
1: oh you got a little bit coming <laughs> yeah
0: in. so basically what this is because we don't have quotes from the movies is one we're each gonna pick one of these and then um you know so say eric picks one i'm gonna he's gonna figure out like oh it's like for you no you pick one it's best actor say you have to give a speech for best actor and then i tell you oh yeah this is your performance in whatever movie for whatever and then you have to give a speech for that
1: yeah would it make more sense if i like you picked mine so say you picked it and then you say like what it's for okay fine. We'll, do it you that, we'll do it that way yeah, yeah, yeah. so right. then so then we're kind of surprised you going first
0: i'm picking yours
1: <laughs> this was also kira's idea by the way hopefully it turns out all right
0: so uh so i want to announce this like the oscars but i have to think of a title for the film hmm what would it even be okay um and the winner of best animated feature <laughs> goes to the tree who talked.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> That's a fun Disney <laughs> picture.
1: Wow, this is so unexpected. <laughs> when I first was writing the tree who talked, I was in my backyard and uh, contemplating life, and I for real thought a tree was talking to me and kind of showed me the answers. And it was just me and the tree writing the script for weeks on end. And
0: fifteen seconds. I
1: dedicate this movie to all the trees in the world. We need them to survive. Dun, thank what's you. What's
0: their Oscar song to do? Dun,
1: oh yeah. Dun, dun,
0: dun. Or whatever they <laughs> they start playing it to get the. They're them like, off. get the yeah, hell off. Doing it. They only literally only give them like thirty seconds, I think, for some of them. Yeah. Yay.
1: Thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right, let's see. <laughs> what is it? all right cool all right so the winner for best costume design <laughs> goes to Kezia Anderson for Willie's day off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
0: it's not even best animated picture it's like you're not going to see this on the tv okay willie's day off wow costuming willie was one of the greatest highlights of my career (laughs) i spent so many months researching willie and his lifestyle and what he would wear and yeah
1: how hard was it Um, sizing for danny devito (laughs) who played (laughs) willy
0: (laughs) i'd like to thank willy aka danny devito and just his you know ability to transform into anything um (laughs) which is the highlight of my career for sure thank you
1: that was lovely great Is that it? Are we going to do another one? Maybe
0: we get back to the reviews and we do another before we do this ranking.
1: Thank you guys for a little short commercial ranking.
0: little, yeah. Now to Don't Look Up.
1: This one I'm excited for.
0: God. Did you read? Was it my turn to do the negative? Mm hmm. Yeah, okay. Negatives. Let's get a one star. This one's not <laughs> going to be hard to find a one star, I can tell you. That. Yeah, no. I regret I can't give this sloppy mess of a film a negative rating. The political aspect of this film did not color my negative rating. Many conservatives dislike this movie, so we know that they are conservative. Let's just start out there. But I am as left-leaning as it gets. Oh, and abhorred this train wreck of a movie for reasons that had zero to do with politics. I think it's probably because you're that far left-leaning. Sometimes I feel like the more left you are, like the farther left you can go. Like the farthest left you can go is the most right. You is can right. <laughs> um this movie so shockingly sophomoric, banal and nonsensical the characters so banal and unlikable you will actually be cheering for the meteor to come and sweep them all away i think that's kind of the point of the movie is that they're all unlikable the talent was truly wasted here Steep is a great actress just not believable as the president <laughs> was much more presidential in the devil wears prada sweat sweaty pudgy wild-eyed dicaprio is jarringly unappealing yet somehow dubbed sexiest scientist the bar must be pretty low oh my god
1: damn his
0: assistant jennifer lawrence is the epitome of banal the scant number of poc are basically relegated to fringe roles the black doctor tagging along in random scenes they go on about that ariana did herself no favors in appearing in this film she's cute to look at but it ends there Oh my God! Powdery albino-looking, vacant-eyed Mark Rylance epitomizes everything flatline, unfunny, and grating about this film. The optics of dramatic comedy, indispersed with suddenly inexplicable cutaway glossy frames of bees and polar bears, was bizarre, unimpressive, and soft-mark film editing even though the earth was about to end the entire movie focus was on the u.s particularly white angst and anxiety ignoring everyone else and ignoring the rest of the planet the movie is also insufferably long and reminds me of a really bad snl skit the hit and missed bottom line don't look up should be called don't look at this mess this film goes down as smoothly as unseasoned potato salad with pearl onions just no i can't even process that last statement
1: Unseasoned potato salad
0: (laughs) with pearl onions (laughs) all right you go
1: yeah they're poetic with it all right this one has a lot of emojis <laughs> don't look up the irreverent satire on netflix had my tummy rumbling in illegal glee as holy american uh american flag emoji cows cow emoji were depicted engaging in the most inane insane materialistic and a sexual esca- escape escapades escapades on that side of the atlantic american flag again Okay, I had been surprised that the likes of Meryl Streep, who plays a salacious, smoking, American flag (laughs) emoji again president, and Leonardo DiCaprio, who plays a pill-popping, astronomical scientist with neurotic gusto, thought this movie worthy of their time. Is this a good review? Yes, five stars. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The answer lies in the intelligent script and the quality of the director of this hit, which flaunts naughty nuances, great wit, and delights in deflating, despicable egos. Uncensored writing ripples like rampaging piranhas throughout the flick. Man, there, there wasn't so, Holy fuck. wasn't so much as a hint of Taliban-type censorship anywhere. Okay, um. Okay, okay. The director is Adam McKay, who also directed *The Big Short*. The other writer involved in the script is David Sirota. Many of the ladies depicted in the film are highly educated and free-thinking. Smiling emoji. The film is a pinball of festive fun and. That had the actors reprise their anti establishment roles with depth genius, you can see that the actors were having a rocket full of fun as their favorite political and scientific clowns are ripped apart to the sonorous sound of the horn signaling impending annihilation of their planet. That's a lot oh, God. there's so many emojis
0: okay yeah, okay, okay, yeah, what did you think of Don't look up?
1: He said what a riot i i I like it even more. Yeah, honestly, it'd be awesome if it won the best picture, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think it's just so different than the other ones. I mean, I get what this person is saying, too, in some ways. Like, it is very white. But (laughs) I still enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. And, like, the whole editing part about it being sophomore is, like, bullshit. Because, like i think to even get to that point it obviously has to be like a director like producer everyone is like behind it which i think is the most impressive part because i don't think that most people would be okay with it getting to that point you know like like yeah the director i mean the editor obviously has to say over some things but like not not to that extent you know what i mean so yeah
1: yeah it was it was a, like you mean like clearing all like the cuts that they yeah, made it was yeah. yeah it must have been a i don't know about a feat but yeah everyone has to have well, like I just, in agreeance it,
0: it just seems like that's that is where the vision was going like the whole time instead of have like that being like backed all that way is like you know really cool like it wasn't it probably wasn't like the very last minute they were like yeah let's just switch it up and then like do all these cuts and stuff like they probably already had that planned
1: yeah which is a cool choice and yeah
0: yeah it's like so different it's like it might not be your style or what you even like to watch but i think it's like it's great that it made it that far with like such a big cast and you know so yeah the movie it it
1: was one of the few that like actually like left me in awe like at the end where i was like like literally like dang like i can't believe like that like exists and like that happened (laughs) (laughs) i was like wow like how like to be so bluntly like to have like such a message to society like and be so blunt about it like
0: yeah which is why i think in one way it is really polarizing for people because it is pretty political so Mm -hmm. but i really thought it was fun and i did enjoy it so i'm glad that it's the least nominated even if it doesn't win anything
1: it was one of those movies though i started off as like oh bro what are we watching like what is this and then like halfway through then it's like then it hits and now it's like this huge like i'm not gonna call it a masterpiece but it was like whoa like everything was so intentional and so like even like the like it was like the ridiculous parts like the overly ridiculous parts are like so like intentional yeah yeah
0: definitely yeah all right what's our next film got locked out really quick king richard we just recently watched this one um do i do the five star
1: yeah wow this is a high rating oh
0: god okay i'm gonna read this so this is the second movie that i've rated five stars like an ever and the other one was last night in soho which was amazing too but anyway we are here to talk about king richard and can i just say what an amazing movie It's so inspiring and emotional, and you have such an amazing cast in the movie, including the spectacular Will Smith, who plays Venus and Serena's father, Richard, and you also have the likes of John Bernthal, who plays a really famous tennis coach who helps Venus and Serena. The movie is just so moving, Um, shows you that Serena and Venus are just kids, and it shows you how their father helped them to learn how to play tennis when they were young. Also, I think this movie will inspire more black people and just anyone to pick up a racket and play some tennis. But yeah, it also shows how protective and how supportive their father was. Kind of feel like they're missing a point, but. <laughs> so overall, I definitely recommend that you go and see this movie. And if you think this isn't your kind of movie, I'd still recommend seeing it because it's more of an action adventure. Oh, I th- I'm i more of an action adventure, sci-fi type of guy, but I still really enjoy this movie.
1: Tight. Here's a one star review from a guy named Rudy. <laughs> The acting is great, the story is bad, and the fact that they cherry-pick only good te- details to share about Richard's life story. Mm-hmm. As more details come out from all his other abandoned children, you come to realize that Richard was not a good man to all his children or his wives. If this movie is about Richard as titled, then they didn't tell us the whole story. Now the Venus and Serena story is amazing and worthy of a five-star rating. Okay. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I, I when I went into watching the movie, I didn't initially want to watch it just because of the fact that I'm like, why don't we have a story about Venus and Serena and why are we focusing on their dad because all the movies this year Have a male lead and none of them have like a female lead unless it's like shared with a male lead You know what I mean? So it's like why are we doing that? But having watched it, like I actually did really enjoy it And I don't really think they paint him in a great light necessarily The one thing I will say about like not making him Because they do kind of talk on the fact that he has children or whatever, but it's like, you know How bad do they want to paint him? Of a guy like all of his kids are still living like it's not like you know what i'm saying like i think that they painted it in a good enough light that it's not like because everybody's still living and it's like i don't know what are you gonna do because at the end of the day like do i mean he seems like he's he has good intentions but i don't think that they painted him as like this jesus character you know what i'm saying so i feel like it Mm -hmm. feels truthful pretty truthful
1: yeah honestly like thinking about it more like i really enjoyed this movie a lot it like took me back to a place of like of like i don't know like being a kid again too and just like feeling like the calmness and like feeling like you know like when you're a kid you always want to grow up like on the block in new york or at least like i did and not that that's where this was set at all but like that's the feeling it gave me you know like being like just in like the The mix, I guess. They, like, grew up in Compton or whatever, so that's what it was. But I I wouldn't want to live where they were. But the feeling, you know what I mean? (laughs) I really did enjoy this movie. Like, Will Smith, like, if, yeah, if he won the Oscar, like, I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: Yeah, I feel like he'll win this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Besides Andrew Garfield.
0: I just think it's his time. But besides that, I think, like, he did a really good job in this role. And I was really surprised with it, so. I did enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it's very moving, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't feel like it's too glossy either. Like, it's definitely, mo- like, more of a Hollywood movie. Like, I'm sure there's many other things, but it's, like, I feel like they did it. I feel like they didn't make it so glossy. Like, sometimes they just make people seem like fucking Jesus Christ, and it's like, God.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think i like biopics more than i realized i I don't think i've seen a biopic that i didn't like no
0: that was another reason i didn't want to watch this because every year they always have to nominate like all the biopics even if they're actually bad so i wasn't expecting it to be good but actually i think this one is good so yeah coda this one has like no one star reviews
1: oh my goodness
0: are you uh reading the one stars or is it five star time
1: um for you i don't remember what uh, i'm a five star okay Oh my goodness, this is the highest rated movie that we've seen out of the ones we've talked about That's so far. crazy. Literally like so many five stars. This is insane. I did not think this movie was going to be this highly rated at all. Okay, let me see.
0: I'm so confused by this review I have. Do you want me to read it? Do you already have one?
1: I have one. It's five star.
0: I'll just read the one star because this is weird. Okay. Great movie. This is a one star. Great movie, great acting, educational, motivational, funny, dramatic. The only thing the movie lacks is publicity. Nobody would regret watching this. Some people are like, yeah, honestly couldn't rate it lower. Two hours of my life. I'll never get back. Completely predictable American teen romance trash film Absolute pandering to the heartstrings of the audience. So obvious and boring. Please don't think of us all as lemmings Maybe they're maybe they're also deaf I don't know a very bad cheap copy of the original version of the Billier family and of course Or the Billier family and of course the music voice and artist Luann does not compare that said you do not have creativity, but you have to make mediocre copies I don't know. Is this based on a true story?
1: Is this? I'm not even Maybe. sure. Maybe. I can read this five story review yes. real quick. In music, a coda is a passage that brings a piece to an end, an unexpected send off. Coda additionally stands for child of deaf adults. The one in Coda movie, in Coda movie, being Ruby Rossi, a high schooler for whom her life revolves around music. This is a formulaic movie that adheres to admittedly sim- familiar principles of storytelling with the aid of such a winning cast, evocative atmosphere and idyllic settings which make it utterly impossible not to love. It was certainly a bold experiment to cast Amelia Jones as a high school senior working on the family fishing boat with her dad and brother, both deaf in In CODA. The conflict is less about deaf culture than it is about simple survival. Ruby is the hearing member of the family fishing business. She is her household's chief interpreter and go-between the outside hearing world. Uh, Certainly Amelia is a very accomplished actor and a consummate professional and she carried it off brilliantly. Additionally, the rest of the cast gave a dazzling display of their talents. The film, which presents an extraordinary series of events, was phenomenally successful among theatergoers. Not to mention many critics have heaped praise on the work. If you are... Vacillated between superhero superheroic Marvel and DC movies and feel devastated by the cliche plot of government funded films worn out from excruciatingly boring films. Coda is here to save the day. It's fruitful, widely acclaimed, a must watch movie, and embraces every feature that makes a movie unique and receives nominations for the highest accolade in the film industry. It is, in a word, sensational. Lovely, I thought written. that it
0: was really good. I will say. Like how some of the other pieces feel like there's been so many elements that are good about it. There's there's a lot that's good about it, but I don't think it's the whole package. Like the way that they filmed it was boring. Um, the story was really good though, so I feel like that kind of makes up for part of it. But it was very dry the way that they filmed it.
1: Yeah, anyone could have filmed or DP that. <laughs> anyone. Um, no knock to the DP for sure, but yeah, it was very simple. But it's funny because. I was telling Kezia, I kind of I enjoyed that aspect of it. After watching so many like beautifully shot films, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, it's just like over the shoulder shot, nice wide pan while they're like moving in frame. Like I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, it's simple. And now I'm just like focusing on like the. The mise-en-scene. And like the- I feel like
0: they should have just given a little bit more. Like, a little bit more. Like, I don't need, like, lens flares and, like, Spielberg. But, like, you know, something, like, a little bit more like, oh, he just didn't, like, throw on a tripod. I'm like, yeah, she's over there acting. Like, I don't know. So, like, a little bit more.
1: you think it adds to
0: i think the style that they filmed it is good but i i kind of equated something like manchester by the sea i just remembered like the way they filmed manchester was a little bit different and more artsy so i would have appreciated like that style in this it's also been a minute since i've seen that film so i don't maybe i'm just like making it up but
1: yeah this is like it took me back to like disney channel original movie days like oh god (laughs) like like legit like it was just so simply shot that i was like i'm just following like the actors in the story and it's like it was, like, really calming to watch. Like, I felt like a kid again watching, you know. I was like, wow, this is, like, to me, really nice. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Thinking back on it now, I'm like, wow. Like, it was just so, it just made me feel so at peace watching Oh, it. I
0: guess this is the one that's led by a female. <laughs> My bad. Mm-hmm. The one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, I Honestly, yeah, even hearing, the like, the meaning of Coda now, I'm like... That's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. It's a cool piece. It's it's not like grand by any means, though. But the story is like so like raw and personal to me. Is like what I really like. Like it feels like it's like inspiring because I feel like we could like (laughs) it feels like anyone could shoot something like this. But the story is like really good. Yeah, I think that's why the the
0: other things like that don't matter as much because of the story. Yeah. All right, so on to our next one, which is Licorice Pizza, which is what we just watched last night, and we took a shot for every time we felt uncomfortable. So we were, <laughs> I don't know what happened yet.
1: <laughs> But we're alive today, so it wasn't... It wasn't
0: that. tequila, it was like, yeah, because yeah. otherwise we would have been really fucked
1: would, Yeah, honestly, yeah.
0: So <laughs> this is hard to find a five-star review, I'm not gonna lie, but... Uh, mm-hmm. That this is, I'm not going to say their name just for, you know. Yeah. Every so often, a movie comes along that exists in a state of nostalgic grace in it that it may, manages to tug at heartstrings without being maudlin or, I don't even know how to say that word. It reminds you of what life is your oyster feeling we have all experienced while well coming of age. This is a story of Elena, 25 year old Jewish girl. Okay, we already know what it's about. Um,. Oh, who was trying to get her grown-up back together while being doggedly pursued by 15 year old Gary a child actor who cannot be Deterred from auditioning for parts. He is now too old for I didn't even understand that that was like part of him Auditioning it was like he was too old for these parts. I didn't even realize that um, The two young people come of age in Encino. Is that how you see that? Encino? Yeah And they cross past the number more or less washed up showbiz types and other political aspirants Gary is hellbound achieving his dreams. Okay, let's just see where they get to a The part that they should be talking about. Um the movie never loses its pace and never sells its two main characters cheaply the exploration of the bond that this unlikely pair develops is a balancing act of laughter emotion layering teenage awkwardness and the seeds of adult bravado to paint one of the most enthralling portraits of young love and lust for life i've seen in a long while as for the two main actors what a revelation they are okay, blah, blah, blah. and if you have any doubt as to whether they indeed are great actors okay whatever we know about that as i am about to turn 50 in a few days this is welcome a slightly bittersweet birthday present remembering when we thought every was still possible and we would rule this world i feel like they've they literally did not touch on anything um interesting
1: oh yeah this this <laughs> this is a one star visually this film is quite beautiful and the outfits are gorgeous however this does not make up for the utterly horrific plot it reminded me of a primary school drama production that was just well funded It had about 10 different story beginnings and went off on many unnecessary tangents. I have no idea how they managed to get actually decent actors to play roles in it, and even these roles were just so out of place. It started off bearable, but then turned into a snowball of human excrement. This is definitely not worth the money, and it will waste your time. If you're really interested, wait till you can rent it or something so you actually have the choice of switching it off when you realize how bad it is
0: like neither of them talked about the pedophilia in the film um but that like aside i do i i really like this film (laughs) besides that point like it's definitely a paul thomas anderson film and that's how all of his films are are like they're very like going off on tangents and you see these like weird moments in people's lives and stuff but that aside which i you know think it was filmed very well all that um, the story and the way that it ends, like, in the beginning, you know, people have talked about, like, oh, how glamorizes this, and I didn't really feel that in the beginning, I was like, no, I don't feel that. One scene happens, I forget, and then I was like, wow, okay, so I see where the glorification is coming in, that's fucking weird, and then at the end, they kiss, and it's like, a, that's, that's, like, good at the end, that's the way I feel like it's kind of shown, and I don't really know any other way to take it, so, I guess it kind of does glorify that, and that is a little bit, that's fucking weird, <laughs> it's fucking weird
1: they ever say how old she was the
0: very beginning like first scene 25 to 15
1: oh uh, yeah. yeah
0: they're they know each other's ages from the very beginning
1: yeah yeah i didn't i didn't necessarily like yeah the movie was cool it was just like fun to watch and it just was like i don't know like it was like following people's lives and yeah was, i didn't have many opinions on it to be honest i was kind of drunk <laughs>
0: Not even, like, about the, the pedophilic aspect of it?
1: Um, uh, no, nah, I mean, yeah, it was just uncomfortable in some points, for sure.
0: I mean, that's why you were drunk, because of how much, how uncomfortable we were.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did kiss at the end. Yeah. And
0: Yeah. It's like, okay, they share a bond, whatever, but it's really on her to not interact with him. You know what i mean like it's one thing that he's like oh i really like you and I would pursue you and whatever but like it's you know he's still a kid and she's like freaking adult yeah oh my god
1: what was the whole like what's the do you think like it's the point of the whole movie
0: i don't know because one i mean you know people have been like oh it's you know about them and learning how to grow as adults because she's very like childish and you know so many things in her life like she's not really moved on from and He's very much like an adult child. You know, he's like has his own business with his mom He's like doing all these things and um, But at the same time, he's still very much a kid And so it's just about like both of them like growing up and learning who they are as people but You know all through like this story of them Falling in love and him being like head over heels for her and her being like hmm. I feel like they don't really show that Like nobody in her life nobody in his life is like this is weird, which I'm you know, obviously is the reality for people it's not like it's not a reality i just think it's like uh kind of up until the end i was like okay but then at the end when they all kiss it's like oh my god i feel like there has to be something like you can't just let it go to that point you know what i mean because then it's like what is the message like yeah this is actually a romance like is that actually what we're watching like yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i haven't seen a lot of pta movies
0: yeah, they're really amazing. I love all of his films, and I do like this one, but just the story and that whole aspect of it, it's like it's not... I feel like it's not dealt in a responsible enough way for an Oscar nominee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, last but not least, the one I have not watched but you have, Drive My Car.
1: Yes, Drive My Car. I did watch it in a small little theater, at the Guild Theater. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's a cool venue to watch it at. To be honest, am I doing one star? You're doing the five. Ooh, lovely.
0: Because I think I just did the five star, right?
1: Okay. Let's see. So far, this is a five star. So far, I've watched. It's definitely a top three film of the previous year. The reason to watch this film is because it's ad- adapted from Murakami's book. i felt his works through reading, but barely watched through films. This is the second time I'm watching his film through a film his work through a film made by some ardent fanboy like me. Terrific direction, to be honest. The film had the Murakami-esque feel in it. Certain scenes were intended to be imprinted on my brain. Murakami stories always begin from some way through the middle and would be moving in a simple path initially, but when you start to get along with the characters gradually, the story will get a little complex and reveal some inner meanings flowing towards you. It's exactly that kind of film which depicts about a former theatrical actor directing a theatrical drama with a new crew, which then unfolds a special connection with his lady driver and also follows about the sealed memories of his wife. Uh, not only the film has a great screenplay and the characters, but it also creates a fond feel towards the red car like the title suggests. This contemplate drama is subjective where one might get synced into Murakami's abyss and love it, or might get bored through the halfway too.
0: The way they wrote that was so like artful.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. All right, this is a one star. My wife and I sat down to this film with great expectations. Every review we encountered was positive and we are huge fans of Murakami. We left the theater after 10 minutes, just two to soldier on through the next two hours and 40 minutes. That's crazy. Like ten, like I get leaving a the theater, but like if something really bad has happened within 10 minutes, like it has to be so bad. You know what I mean? Like 10 minutes is not even enough time to like really get into one yeah very slow moving scenes featuring the main character and his cheating wife a fact about which he doesn't seem to care he and his wife keep babbling on about some story or part they're developing but with no context that would make us care about it. we just didn't get it and frankly didn't have the patience to find out what it was somebody else says I experienced this movie as a slow moving convoluted uninteresting and tedious
1: <laughs> honestly when I when we first started talking about this I like I was like I'm like confusing it between two movies I think but no nah, i remember this movie now but it was so long it felt like two not in a bad way but it was a very long movie this like drive my car is one like you literally like you sit down you got to know like you are in this you have to be like invested for sure cuz like if i didn't watch it in a theater and i was just like i wouldn't be able to just be like just like watch it you know mm-hmm. um the venue definitely helped
0: you no know, i want to watch it though after hearing that one review
1: mm mm-hmm. mm um yeah it's Wow! Now that I think back on it, I'm like, dang, yeah, yeah, that story's like heartbreaking. Really, wow. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that movie, yeah, did mess me up bad. I remember okay. now. Yeah, that hey, was a really, great. really like heavy, heavy film. Like, yeah, you like are in there though. Like, you gotta be like <laughs> okay, invested well, in it.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe do another Oscar speech. <laughs> And then we'll get into ranking these I don't know if we'll I don't think I can rank all ten to be honest But I can probably do top three. What about you?
1: Yeah, I could probably do like top five Yeah,
0: let's do okay. We'll do top five, but or, let's let's do this first. So do you want to pick mine? Yeah, I'll let's, go see, first, let's yeah. see
1: what you're getting over here
0: be the Best
1: actor. Let's see
0: <laughs> my role is
1: spider-man Okay, oh god oh, so Um uh... Hold on, let me
0: think, let me think. I'm
1: going
0: to pull yours and be thinking
1: about it. Okay, too, cool, 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 you're thinking. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <I> <laughs> let me think, let me think. If you have something, you should say yours first, because I'm still thinking. No, I'll let you go. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, okay, we'll do this one. So, for the winner of Best Screenplay goes to Kezia Anderson for Exposing the Pit. (laughs) P-I-T-T.
0: It is such an honor to win this award. Not only because I've always wanted an Oscar, but also for my favorite actor in the entire world, Brad Pitt. Which is why I wrote this screenplay because of my uh you know, years long devotion to Brad Pitt and his acting career. Um, never met him. Still to this <laughs> day. But I'm so glad to be a part of this film and you know, just have it out there. This is dedicated to you, Brad.
1: <laughs> <Da-na-na-na>.
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, yeah. all right. <sighs> okay. And <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. Best supporting actress goes to oh Eric Bergen in *The Princess Diaries* four.
1: <laughs> oh man! Oh, welcome everybody. Thank <laughs> you. Uh- <laughs> Improv skills on 20 right now. That's going to get morbid. But yeah, when the first tragic news of Anne Hathaway (laughs) passing away. She's a lead. I knew it was my My turn to support her her original vision (laughs) as her supporting uh, personal chef friend in in the new remake. With a new actress to fill the main (laughs) role because I was a supporting character. Um it was my honor to work alongside uh, um, Saoirse Ronan in the New Princess Diaries. Uh, my three lines really carried the whole film, I would say. And the mo- okay, well, thank you guys. I'm gonna go get some Denny's after this. Yay! <laughs> Lovely.
0: All right, so now it's time to rank the movies and who we think will win and why. Do you think we should do, like, top five our favorites or top five? Well, they don't do top five the Oscars, but we should do top five our favorites and then say who we actually think is going to win. Yeah. Okay. They don't even do, like, runner-up, do they? No.
1: Do they do runner-up at the Oscars? I don't don't think they do. I don't think so. All
0: right. So just to recap, we have Belfast, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, Dune, Power of the Dog, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Coda, Licorice Pizza, and Drive My Car.
1: Awesome.
0: So two of them I have not seen is Drive My Car and Belfast. Um, I'm just going to say, like, I feel like Drive My Car is going to win because it's nominated in two categories for Best Picture. So I feel like it's just going to win for that reason. But I haven't seen it, so I don't know.
1: It's going to win Best Picture?
0: I feel like it is. What do you think?
1: Interesting. Who's your um, best picture?
0: We're just jumping right into that, but I think we should frankly. Like.
1: to me, I think who's gonna win the best picture?
0: Wait, it's playing a video behind me.
1: who is gonna win the best picture? Where's my playlist? Um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Drive My Car won the best picture. Let me think. Who do I think is gonna win? I think. Dune is going to win best picture.
0: You, uh, you really think that?
1: Okay. Yeah, I think so.
0: So now let's rank top five.
1: Starting with, yeah, okay, I'm going to have to look really quick.
0: Let's just say like which ones we don't think are going to be a top 5 Mm-hmm. I don't think Nightmare Alley is. Well, okay, for my personal one, I don't think I would put it there. I feel like Don't Look Up doesn't even have a chance to be honest. Really? Yeah, I mean, I would, that would be cool if it did. It's already nominated, so I don't know, but that would be wild if it won.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like so hard to say, actually. I feel like. Okay, what's that story? Doom, Power of the Dog, King Richard, Coda. Coda's good, but to me, it's like it's missing so much with the cinematic aspect that I would be very surprised if it won. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Licorice Pizza, the story is so freaking controversial that it would be.
1: Madness. <laughs> that one.
0: <laughs> so just for that, like, those those two are kind of off my list.
1: Yeah, I have my top five now. Like, okay. cl- like a clear top five, too. I was like, I'm not even bouncing between two. Give it. Mm-hmm. Um, in no particular order, and then I'll say my top one that I want to win. No particular order, top five. Dune, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Coda. Drive My Car. No so, particular order. Got it. No particular. The one that... The movie I do want to win would probably be maybe honestly would probably be Dune. Yeah.
0: My top five would be West Side Story Dune Power of the Dog I'm literally reading them in this order and I just realized that but it still would be Uh, Don't Look Up and see i don't even have like drive my car belfast really put in there so i'm just going to say that um i think probably king richard so it's literally these five in a row for me on this freaking list i didn't even go out of order
1: oh my gosh
0: um but you know they're all good movies in their own way um who do i think is who would i want to win out of those ones I mean there's reasons that I would want all three of these to win or any of these to win really but there's also reasons why I would not want them to win if I'm just looking at the film aspect of it I would kind of want power of the dog to win but because of the behind the scenes things like that's probably not I wouldn't want that to win for that reason but if it was just the film I would say power of the dog
1: what's the behind the scenes things
0: The freaking director.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I I just genuinely did like that movie, but, you know. King Richard is also really good, but it is, again, it's another biopic, but it is good. Don't Look Up is also really cool. I don't know. They're all good. It would be interesting if any of them won. I really do feel like Drive My Car is going to win, though.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. Like, I would want Coda to win, but I think, like, it's just, like, the cinematography is too amateur to like be in the running with everyone else like it would just be like kind of a disservice like like everyone else it's so
0: crazy when like films that are nominated for like every category don't win best picture (laughs) but then like one, you know like you've seen that before i don't know where but i've seen it before but it's like yeah so i don't know who was nominated for the most categories that could be an indication too which is why i'm just gonna say drive my car but i don't know if it's nominated for cinematography or any of that i don't have my list up but so oscar predictions Complete.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. This, uh, this is fun to know. I've seen a lot of the Oscar yeah. films, too. Especially along alongside the ones that... We didn't even talk about Best Actor or anything, but there's a lot more that I've seen with those, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did go out of my way to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. And we did watch Spencer as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I honestly care about those more than uh, Best Picture, to be honest.
0: I feel like Spencer should have been nominated for Best Picture over, like... I don't know, like Coda, because I feel like the cinematography and acting and like everything were all there, but the story, you know, in Coda is really good. So.
1: Yeah, it is amazing. Coda is like here, like seriously, that is crazy because it really is like so it's ex- such
0: a shitty film. I know, like, oh, it <laughs> no. So no, it's
1: great though. Like I mean, yeah, it's just crazy to me. It just like it is so simple just though. Get out your like, phone
0: and like you
1: know. <laughs> no knock, no knock. <laughs>
0: All right, but yeah, let us know who you hope would win, and uh, who you think is gonna win, and who you hope is gonna win, because it could be different. Yeah. And yeah, we'll we'll try to watch all the movies next year. Maybe have a more like every category. We hit every category. Oh, yeah. Well, not every, but like the top five categories. Maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll we'll space it out too a little more instead of mm-hmm. ramming through them all, all in like one week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that is it for today. Um,
1: if they, if you could only watch one of them. Or you would recommend one to only one person? Like which one would be?
0: I don't know. I think it depends on who you are. But I really did enjoy West Side Story, um, as a musical. So that's kind of crazy for me because I don't like musicals. So West Side Story is really fun. I feel like it's a movie movie. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe for that. But all of them are really good. You should check them all out.
1: Yeah, check them all out.
0: They're there for a reason. <laughs>
1: It's kind of cringe. All the us. behind
0: the scenes political reasons
1: that they're there. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> awesome.
0: What are we watching next week? Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll have a guest on.
1: Cool. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Bye. Listening. Bye.